I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up Hello and welcome to the DevTech Diaries podcast. I'm your host Andre and today I've got a special episode for everybody. It's about artificial intelligence. Now, I find the subject fascinating for a number of reasons. Artificial intelligence um, takes us to science fiction, which uh, takes me back to uh, something which is a main interest of mine and has been for many years, which is uh, science fiction, obviously. Now, there have been many books, many movies around artificial intelligence, about the danger of robots and all that kind of stuff, and taking over the world and destroying things and destroying us and blah blah. Now, you know this is a big subject. We, we like to um, to create stories that lead to the destruction of the human race, and the latest example is um, if you have Disney+, Plus, maybe you watch something like Orville, and um, if you do that, this is a, a show pretty much in the same kind of space as as uh, Star Trek, right? A, a spaceship going around, uh, meeting new civilizations, and blah, blah, blah. And one of those civilizations is one which is artificial. And um, they were created by someone, they, uh, they were enslaved by those people, and then they, they turned around and destroyed their creators. Now, this is a theme that we see quite a lot uh, and we have for a while. So I thought that would be quite interesting to talk about it. And there's a reason for that. There's two reasons for that, actually. One of them, um, I watched one of my, my favorite podcasters um, a few days ago, actually. Um, and that, that podcaster is Joe uh, Rogan. He's a brilliant guy. Absolutely brilliant guy. And he's a very prolific pod podcast creator as well. The guy has like thousands of episodes. Now, among those episodes, and something he's done, I believe it was back in 2018, so we're talking four years ago. He was uh, talking to Elon Musk, and it was about, about artificial intelligence. And if you know anything about Elon Musk, you know he's been talking about this for a while. It's a big thing on his mind, and we have to be careful, and we have to to control artificial intelligence and all kinds of warnings. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I, I love Elon Musk. I mean, who doesn't? He's a brilliant uh, tech person. He's got an amazing mind, and he's got the, the, the resources to do pretty much whatever he wants. So if you listen to that particular interview, um, it's absolutely brilliant to see what, what they and how they're doing things. Um, we're talking about someone who created Tesla. We're talking about someone who created SpaceX. He's giving me my internet, by the way, because I, I use Starlink for a number of reasons, because where I live, just everything else is rubbish. So um, I, I did that um, for, well, more than a year now, actually. <clears throat> it is working. It's not amazing, but it's it's better than what I've got from BT. Let's put it that way. But anyway, this is a guy with resources and intelligence, and he's building stuff. He's doing real things. And he's warning us about the perils of artificial intelligence. And then, of course, we had the the um, the story about that um, um, that Google developer who came up and said that uh, whatever AI he was working with be, so, uh, suddenly became sentient and it made jokes and that kind of stuff. And I'm pretty sure that didn't go well with the community at large, and for obvious reasons. 
But anyway, let's take these stories a little bit and let's dig a bit deeper. Because I see this kind of fear about artificial intelligence and, and taking over, over us. And it's coming from very smart people. So when that happens, you kind of have to sit back a little bit and think, <clears throat> is this actually a thing? Should we be worried? Okay, so let's go back. What is it? What is artificial intelligence? Right, it's something we create, obviously. It's something we create that does things, right? But then it, it depends on our definition of artificial intelligence. What, what actually is it? So, well, how do you define human intelligence, right? Well, we know the way we are. We look at things and we can recognize them, right? We can make decisions. We can, we can think ahead. We can plan things, sometimes years, decades ahead. Right? We can have uh, battles with brilliant, uh, with, with brilliant strategical decisions. We can build amazing things. We can go to the moon. So when you talk about intelligence, <clears throat> all these things come together into proving that, yes, there is intelligence um, in, in us. And then, okay, we start looking at computers. Are computers intelligent? That's question number one. Well, my answer to that one is, well, no. Uh, computers don't do anything intelligent. They do what we tell them to do, right? That's why we have programmers or software developers, or software engineers, or whatever you want to call them. But these are the people who create software which tells a computer what to do, okay? And we use languages. So you could say that we are talking to computers in a certain way that they can understand. That's not actually true. They don't understand anything. They just know that we ask them to do one plus one somehow and they understand uh, bitwise operations and they understand bits basically uh, uh, yes or no and you've got current or you don't have current and that's basically it there's no there's no understanding we just built layers and layers on top of those basic things and the, the, the languages have become more and more advanced over years but the baseline is still the same nothing else changed and yes the software might be intelligent and do very smart things but that's down to the creators not the computers now when you move and you say okay if you want to be intelligent then you must be a sentient being of some kind even if it's artificial you have to be a sentient being well what does that mean well you have the ability to function by yourself right you can think you can plan you can grow by yourself are we there well with computers? Well, obviously, no. Um, will we ever be there with computers? I don't know. That depends. Maybe, but it won't be anytime soon. So I can tell you that. And why do I say that with so much certainty? Well, look around. So all you have to do is do, let's say you want to do a course on artificial intelligence, okay? And you go, you go and do a search and, and, and look at what they actually try to teach you. And it, you will notice that they talk a lot about applying all kinds of algorithms to sets of data, right? And it, it very much, it's very similar to statistics at some point, you know, the same kind of mathematical background. You look at some data and you make some decisions. Okay, so let's let's look at something else. Let's say we put a um, something on the on the moon, right? That drives around like a mini car of some kind, which we say, okay, it's powered by artificial intelligence. Well is it what does it do so how do things move and you can see that when you buy toys as well because we've been doing this for a while imagine you bought a car which runs on batteries okay a car that we had like i don't know 30 years ago let's say right you push the on button and it starts driving around by itself okay so what does it do well 
it gets in front of an object and then it stops. Why? Because it's got a little, a little sensor that says, okay, there's something in front of me, I can't go that way. And that's where the intelligence stops. It's going to, okay, I'm going to go somewhere else, I'm going to turn left maybe, right? Can I go left? Well, no, there's something else there, all right? Can I go right? Well, no, there's nothing there, all right, then I'm stuck, I'm done. See, that's not intelligence. So we as people, we look at things and we see, you see a big room with many walls, let's say, and there's an opening. Well, we already know that that's the only way out. So we're going to make a plan and we're going to go that way. It doesn't take much thinking. We just recognize the exit and we know what we need to do. We'll turn around at a 180 degree thing, which has just happened to be an accurate uh, degree number, basically. But it doesn't matter because we don't do that kind of calculation. We just instinctively know that we should be going that way. Okay. Now, is that intelligence? Well, I would say that maybe, yes. You know, you already know what you need to do very, very quickly. But that's because we can use information from a number of data sources and we have the brain capacity to make decisions. Now, computers are nowhere near that kind of stuff. Can they make decisions? Well, you could argue that yes. Um, but when you think, how is a decision made? Well, that's, a computer makes a decision because someone sat down and wrote a program and said, well, if this happens, then you do this. If the other situation happens, then you do this. So I'll give an example, right? Let's say that we have, we have a very basic computer uh, software program, which will uh, print yes, if I give it a number over 10, and it will print no, if I give it a number below 10, okay? So if, if it's higher than 10, go and print yes. If it's lower than 10, go and print no. So we code that. And that's basically an if-else statement or two if statements, however you want to approach, it doesn't matter, right? If my number is higher than 10, then print blah, blah. If the number is lower than 10, then print blah, blah. Okay, well, we've just missed one case. So what happens if the number is 10? What do we print at that point? Do we print yes or do we print no? Who knows? We haven't specified that, which means the computer now doesn't know what to do. So if you say, if, you, uh, if your number is 10, the computer will be like, whoa, I don't know what to do at this point. Nothing happens. There's no yes, there's no no, no. Okay? So my point is that what computers do is based on what we tell them to do. And they will appear smarter. They will appear smart. But that's because the person who told them what to do might actually be smart and they know what they're doing. Right? So they simplify things. They make them work, they cover certain scenarios, but, you know, we as people, we are fallible. We actually make mistakes, and that's why you see bugs everywhere. The more complex the software we write, the more issues and the more bugs they're going to be. My point is, there's always someone behind the computer that tells it what to do. That's not a sign of intelligence. Now, computers are machines, right? In theory, yes, we might reach a point where we build computers which start to think for themselves, pretty much like a human being, except they're not human, but they're still a being. Well, how do you know they're a being? Well, how do you assess this, this sentient state? Well, you do that by looking at how they behave and what they do, right? So if, if they start to think for themselves, then you might get in a position where they're like, okay, now I want to take over the world, right? I don't want, to, maybe we built robots and they have to, I don't know, cook and wash the dishes for us, 
right? And because the computers think, now they think to themselves, well, hang on a minute, I don't want to do this for the rest of my metallic existence, I want to do something else. I want to go outside and run in the fields, for example. See, that would be a sign of intelligence, right? But that also means that the computer has to have the ability to do certain things, which right now they don't. Uh, you know, it's a box of electronic com um, components that sits on, under our desks, typically. They can't do anything, they, ca they can't connect to the internet unless we tell them to, unless we have an account, unless something happens. And if something gets broken, then that's pretty much it, they're done. So from this point of view, when you think, you look at some smart people who think, oh my God, we should be afraid of computers and like and artificial intelligence. And I'm thinking to myself, mate, we don't have artificial intelligence. We're not nowhere near having any kind of intelligence yet. We don't know how to build it. Okay. First of all, because there's no purpose to it. Second of all, because, well, what is it going to do? I mean, what, are we going to have computers that just sit there by themselves and suddenly decide to take over the world? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Any human can walk over there, push a button, and that's it. The thing is gone. You know, you push the button, you plug the, you take the plug out, and you're done. You smash it with a hammer, you're finished. I, I know if you watch a science fiction movie, and you will see, oh, they, they hook into the uh, some sort of grid, they control the cameras, they create all kinds of things, and blah, 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 blah. But that's just science fiction. There's no, there's no basis in reality for that kind of stuff. Computers can't do anything by themselves. They don't do anything by themselves. Okay, Our operating systems are built on the idea that you're going to get instructions on what to do. Okay, Because they don't make decisions. We make the decisions and we tell them what to do at every point. That's basically what I'm getting at. So when I hear someone very smart saying things like, oh, we should be afraid. You know, they're going to finish us. We need to put... Uh, restrictions in place. We need to have legislation in place. Why? We're nowhere near that kind of level. But it made me start to think then, okay, you see someone that you can't ignore. Someone like Elon Musk, for example. Again, very smart dude. No doubt there. My conclusion is, and I'm not trying to be rude or anything, by the way, so when someone says that, you know that's what's coming is rude, but I'm hoping it's not going to come that way. I'm thinking to myself, mate, I like you, I appreciate you, we need people like you, but you watched way too many science fiction movies or maybe read too many science fiction books. And yes, you might argue that he's a visionary and he looks into the future and all that kind of stuff, but we're nowhere near that kind of stuff. We don't even have the technology right now to build proper artificial intelligence. We just don't. What we have right now is some very basic things which say, okay, can I take an image and see what's in that image? And that works up to a point, right? You've got your pattern recognition, which works. I'm not saying that it doesn't. It does. But that's not artificial intelligence, right? Uh, we have conversational bots. Okay, fair enough. Again, not a sign of intelligence because we tell them what to do. Um, I'm trying to think what else do we have? Yes, we have uh, rovers on, on Mars who are, um, driving around. Yes, not a sign of intelligence. They still receive commands and they still get stuck and they still don't know what to do because they haven't been coded to to deal with certain situations which happen all the time and that's an important aspect see our our brain uh, is helping us deal with things that we've never seen before that's how we grow that's how we learn you know we are put into situations that we have no experience with so that's also a sign of intelligence you know 
you see something for the first time and you know something happens then the biology kicks in okay let's let's forget about the the 2022 and, and think back a few hundred years or thousands of years right we used to be hunters right so how did this pattern recognition work in that kind of environment well here's a tiny little cat you know and cats appeared what maybe five six thousand years ago so here's a cat or you know you pet it you play with it you feed it whatever so our brain knows there's no danger there okay i might get scratched but it's not going to kill me but now you see a bigger cat hey there's a black panther well that's a different type of it's still a cat the, but the message that we're being sent is dude run right run don't look back just disappear hide see that's a sign of intelligence right um, and of course, you could argue that over the years we've lost some like that, which is why you see certain signs say, "Oh, don't don't touch this hot surface. It's it's hot and it will burn you." Well, duh. I mean, if you don't know that, then you could argue that there's no sign of intelligence there. But anyway, let's not go down that route, shall we? Let's let's stick to this idea that all humans are intelligent. So there you have it. Um, I've actually listened to that particular episode from 2018 with great interest, and. Um, Something else that Elon Musk said, and um, it, it seemed to scare Joe Rogan a little bit, was that the computers will be able, and the artificial intelligence will be able to evolve thousands of years of evolution into a very short amount of time, which indeed is a scary thought if you think about it like that. But then you realize that we're nowhere near that kind of thing. We don't know how to build that kind of thing, so why would we worry about it now? You know, you can't take... Uh, someone serious when they come and say, oh, we are going to build something sentient, because we know right now they don't, okay? We don't even know how to assess that kind of stuff properly. Um, but on that topic, right, so you could do something else. So let's say you go back to um, uh, the Turing test, right? So everybody knows who Alan Turing is, right? The father of computing and all that kind of stuff. He did amazing work uh, back in the what, World War II and after that. Um, and he was a brilliant man, absolutely brilliant man. And we still have the Alan Turing test, which is a test designed to prove intelligence in a machine. And if you don't know what it is, the way it works is like this. Um, you're talking to a person and you're talking to a computer. I'm just simplifying this. Um, you don't see who you're talking to, right? So you're given maybe a keyboard or two and the keyboard one is talks to someone, a real person, keyboard two talks to a um, a conversational bot, let's say, but you don't know that. So you don't know which one is which. So if you get to a point where you talk to each other and you try to you try to identify the computer, if you can't do that, then you say, okay, that is artificial intelligence because it fooled me. I can't make the distinction between a person, a human being, and a computer. And which point, okay, yep, yeah, you've won. That's it, you're done. Now, of course, things have evolved a lot since when this, this test first appeared, and um, you could argue that at this point in time, you could even try to fool uh, someone to, to kind of uh, show signs of intelligence when none exists, really. But the reality is, if you talk to a chatbot, you will know it's a chatbot. How do you know that? Well, it's actually very easy. You start asking questions that are not about things. You're more like more existential questions, or... Um, conversational bots don't keep context. They, they have a hard time wrapping their heads around it. And, and I say that in a very nice way, wrapping their heads. Well, there are no heads, obviously, and there's no intelligence. But that's how you break them, right? 
you talk about things, you keep track of what you said, you build the context. Computers can't do that, they can't build contexts, you know. Everything you say is a thing, they might, they might store some data, but it's not the same thing. So I'll give you an example, right? Let's say you ask the computer, hey, how old are you? And it says, oh, I'm 17, right? Brilliant, okay. And then you ask another question, are you allowed to go and buy cigarettes? And this is the kind of question that will break a computer. Because obviously it has no way of knowing, is it a yes, is it a no? How am I going to find that? Am I going to go in on Google and, and search and see, am I allowed to buy cigarettes at 17? Well, the response is not going to be yes or no. It's going to be a chunk of text. So the computer is going to have to figure out very quickly, what does that mean? That piece of text that it just received as a search result, right? What does that mean? Is it a yes or is it a no? And when I say the computer is going to do that, don't forget, someone needs to code that behavior into the computer for it to actually do that. And that's the difference. Computers can't do anything by themselves unless specifically what they're told to. And that is why we're nowhere near that kind of, uh, that kind of fear that these this smart people have. It's an irrational fear, but it's based on too much science fiction. That's what I think because there's no proof to the, the, the opposite thing. You know, there is no intelligence, and you can easily see that. In fact, it's been shown that you can even turn the bots in a way racist if you just lead the conversation in a certain way, and you end up turning them off, which has happened before with, with a number of bots so far anyway. If you have any more doubts, all I would say is start educating yourself. Go and read what we describe as artificial intelligence. And you will see it is not actually intelligence. Okay. And it's not artificial either, because there's always always a human coding behaviors into the computers. That's basically what that is. Um, all our all the algorithms that we apply to data, all the things that we do to give the appearance of intelligence, they're just that appearances. Nothing more. I hope that maybe at some point we will get to the point um, where these things change, right? And the computers can start making decisions and doing things by themselves, like build their own software, right? See, that would be a sign of intelligence. I, I, I need to code a certain behavior. I'm just going to go and do it myself because I'm that smart, right? I have intelligence. So if something is missing from my programming, I can go and make up for it. That would be a sign of intelligence. Now, something like that doesn't happen now, right? And you could argue that there are maybe no code, uh, no code tools that do that kind of stuff. But actually, no, they don't, because uh, there is no computer that can uh, write its own uh, software. I would, uh, I would argue. Um, yeah. So there you have it, artificial intelligence. Um, feel free to try and change my mind on this one. I, I don't think it exists. It doesn't exist un until it's proven otherwise, and we see something that actually exists. You know. Um, there was one last thing in that interview that I'm going to mention, is that Elon Musk was saying, watch this space, there will be a big announcement in, um, in a few months. Now, that was back in 2018. So I assume, I assume he was talking um, about his, um, um, what are they called? Uh, his, um, I can't remember the name of it, his Tesla bot or whatever it was called. I assume he was talking about that. But of course, that still doesn't exist, and it still doesn't do what he would like the board to do. Now, this was back in 2018, so we know there hasn't been an actual uh, big announcement backed by anything uh, since then. And it's only been four years now, because <laughs> it will probably wait 100 years and it still won't be anything. 
Um, but I'm just saying, when you listen to stuff like this, instead of getting scared, stop thinking, okay? If you want to know what artificial intelligence does or can do, go and learn, because it's not actually that hard, you know? Go and see what they do. Uh, go and learn about conversational bots. So, I'll give you an example. So let's talk about conversational bots, because you might think if I can talk to a bot and it can answer to me, then obviously that's a sign of intelligence. Well, actually, it's not really. We have software, which is trying to determine what is it that you want, okay? And that software, it's going to have to be coded by someone else, because every bot has a purpose. They're not generalist things that will talk about and do anything. So the first thing a bot needs to do, and a bot is basically just a computer program, nothing more, okay? It's not an entity by itself, just a program, like everything else. It has to determine the intent. What is it that you want from it? So I'll give you an example. Let's say you talk to the conversational bot of a bank, right? And you want to transfer some money from, from your account to someone else that you've paid before, let's say, okay? Like, I don't know, a plumber, right? So you go to the bot and say, bot, pay this person this amount. Now, that doesn't actually mean anything to the bot. It needs to understand what is that you want. So the, the intent is, okay, I want to pay someone. Brilliant. Okay. Then it needs to know from who are you, so from which account it's taking the money, how much is it, and where does it send it? So you, you can already see the complications that are coming from a very small action, actually. Then it needs to know... Is it really you who's making the request or is someone trying to steal your money? So now you have some authorization authentication issues, right? Um, and then maybe that person doesn't live in the same country as you. Maybe they are part of another country where you shouldn't be allowed to send money, for example. So you can see already how quickly it's blowing up. Such a small action is blowing up into a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, if a bot can do that, is that intelligence? Well, no, it's been coded to do it. It's going to ask you questions, but those questions have already been coded in by someone else. So the bot effectively is following a script, just like a normal person would. It's just much quicker, and you don't actually need a person that you need to pay, right? Uh, you don't have to, to wait to connect for 45 minutes um, until someone is free to pick up the phone, let's say, because, you know, a software program can deal with multiple people at the same time quite easily, actually. So that's an example. That's an actual example. Now, if you ask the bot something that uh, it doesn't have an action for, an intent for, like, for example, I want to buy tickets to um, to a football game. Well, what's the bot supposed to do at that point? I'm going to say, okay, I don't know what that means. That's not something that I'm coded to do. And everything ends at that point. So, there you go. Or you could argue then, okay, how, what about chess? What about chess? Surely the chess programs are extremely intelligent since they can beat the, the grandmasters. Well, no, not really. If you know anything about this, you know how they operate. They're not actually smart. They, don't, they can't think for themselves. What they do is they analyze. They've got like thousands of tens of thousands of, of um, positions saved um, uh, somewhere on the desk, let's say, and say, okay, if, I'm, if my board is, is in this particular state, then I know there has been someone played this already and they, they lost, so I'm not going to make that move that they made because I know that leads to a loss. I'm going to find another one that they, they won, and I'm going to pick that thing, and I'm going to make whatever move I need to make to get into that position. And that's basically how they operate. It's all about data, the size of the data, and the quality of the data. Because if your data is wrong, you know, you say, well, actually, I won, but in fact, you lost. The computer has no way of knowing that.
you know, so your data could be false. So it leads to a false outcome. That's not the one you want. But that's basically how they operate. And that's why as a human, you have no, you, you, you don't really have a choice. Uh, you don't really have a chance because you're never going to beat them just because of the sheer amount of data they have at their disposal. Whatever you do, the computer already knows uh, another match where someone was in the same position as you are now and they won or lost. So they know what to do. Well, you don't have access to that kind of information. So it, it's all about the quality and the size of the data. And that's what the computers are good at. You know, work with that. Do things very, very quickly that we cannot do. I mean, you're not going to store tens of thousands of, of positions in your mind. You're not going to be able to find them very, very quickly at a flip of a button. You just can't do that because you're human. You have limitations, which a computer doesn't. So there you go. I think we've basically destroyed the myth of artificial intelligence very quickly with clear examples. But that's just what I think. So feel free to let me know what you think. Um, this, of course, will be on YouTube, um, probably on Locals as well. I'm, I'm starting to uh, put my videos there as well. And, of course, on all the podcast platforms that I'm on, which is quite a few of them anyway. Um, but if the platform that you listen to this has the ability to, to post comments, just let me know what you think, because I'm actually very, very, very interested. Thank you very much for listening. Have an amazing day. And I will talk to you next time. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you